Hey, this is the Building for Digital Equity podcast, where we talk to people working to expand internet access, address affordability, teach digital skills, or distribute affordable devices. We talk with those working on the front lines of giving everyone everywhere the opportunity to participate fully in the digital world. Whether in rural areas or cities, our guests here are doing the often unglamorous jobs in places that have been left behind. This show comes to you from the Community Broadband Networks team at the Institute for Local Self-Reliance, where we have long produced the Community Broadband Bits podcast and the Connect This Show. Building for Digital Equity features short interviews from Emma Gautier, Christopher Mitchell, and me, Sean Gonzalez, talking to people at the events we are attending to highlight the interesting work and inspirational stories to get internet access to everyone. Now, Let's see who we have today. All right, I'm here with Ella Silvis and Kim Elanon um, at Net Inclusion. Could you both just introduce yourselves? Um, tell us where you're from, and then we'll get into it. Yeah, hi, I'm Ella. And I'm Kim. And we are interactive media design students from the University of Washington Bothell. Great. And you both just gave an excellent lightning round speech. It was really enjoyable. Um, could you give a quick recap of that speech? Yeah, so last quarter, um, we worked on a project called Dear Digital Equity and created our website, deardigitalequity.org, where we worked with our community advisors, Sabrina Roach and Nancy Chang, to um, learn about digital equity, for one, and then create a website where we can just raise awareness on the work that's being done in Washington State, as well as the practitioners who are uh, working in Washington. And just adding to that, um, Ella and I first met back in September of 2022, um, along with 21 other students. And um, we're currently in this cohort learning environment. Um, and when we started working on the, the website, we yeah, quickly had to learn to adapt and collaborate effectively. Um, so, yeah, that was a very interesting experience for us. Great. Could you talk a tiny bit more about the process of making that website, what that was like, what you had to learn and go through to do that? So, um, September was when we started working on the website. And at that point, um, pretty much none of us knew anything about the digital equity world. And so we really had to rely on our educators and um, as well as our stakeholders, Sabrina Roach and Nancy Chang to educate us and guide us and give us all the support we need um, in just gathering all the information um, about digital equity, especially in, in Washington state and um, yeah, we had to uh, define our problem and uh, what we are trying to solve with uh, the Dear Digital Equity website. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of collaboration with educators, stakeholders, as well as the practitioners in our state. And could you um, name like one big memorable thing that's going on with digital inclusion in Washington State? I'm also from Seattle, so I'm really interested in uh, y'all's work. Sorry, could you repeat the question one yeah, more time? Yeah, of course. So something that's 
big or memorable about something that's happening in Washington State related to digital inclusion, like digital inclusion efforts that are going on there? Is that what you, that's what you researched for making the site? Yeah. Yes. Um, if I'm being completely honest, uh, there's still a lot for us to learn about. Um, but I think for me, just um, learning where digital equity is happening, you know, um, and in Washington State, that's in like the libraries, um, uh, Goodwill, uh, Evergreen um, is doing a lot of digital equity work. Um, and yeah, so it was just eye opening uh learning the people who are doing digital equity work um so yeah i don't know if i can give like a specific no thing, that's okay that's <laughs> the libraries and different like right. different institutions that's that's just super interesting yeah yeah and we were able to interview a bunch of different practitioners and learn about all of the work that they're doing um from the goodwill from the libraries and all of that so it was very um helpful for us to be able to actually talk to the people that are doing the work very cool. Um, and could you just quickly say what interactive media design is? <laughs> it is a super uh, broad <laughs> and vague major. Um, so last quarter we were working on this website. This quarter we're doing um, video prototyping and video game design. So it's really just any kind of uh, design that you will interact with. Um, so a lot of our classmates are hoping to get into UX or user experience design um, or just graphic design, any, anything like that. Yeah, a lot of what we've worked on so far have been digital products. But yeah, interactive media design really touches uh, pretty much anything and everything that us, you know, users w will interact with, like, for example, like designing the flow of an airport, right? Like that's that's something that we are definitely learning. But um, so far, we've um, only worked on designing a website um, to like solve a specific issue. And this quarter, we've been learning about game design. So yeah, it's been all over the place, which is really exciting. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And how do you see interactive media design connecting to digital equity and why is digital equity important to you both? Yeah, so we actually have a whole section about this on our website called um, Digital Equity as Design because it was a big focus of ours to see like what is the connection there. Um, and we saw it a lot in the processes. Um, I'll talk about my blog post that I wrote for that, um, which is about empathy and how important empathy is in both design, researching, and in digital equity. We went to Digital Equity 101 yesterday um, here at the conference, and that was one of the main talking points. And we realized, yeah, okay, <laughs> we were on the right track there. Because <laughs> yeah. um, as researchers, you know, we were talking about how, and learning about how when you get in there, you need to be empathetic and be able to um, approach the problem and not have, make assumptions which is something that we're hearing over and over again here as well. Um, yeah, it was definitely surprising to see all the overlap with design and digital equity work. Um, and for me, that's been uh, the, just the topic of like 
doing a needs space assessment. Um, I I learned that that's something many digital equity practitioners are trying to prioritize um, when trying to come up with solutions. And that's definitely the same thing for us design students is when we're trying to design for someone, uh, we, we try to understand first what they need and what's missing. And, and we um, pretty much base our design process on the problem that we're trying to solve. Great. Uh, is there anything specific that inspires you to do this work or anything um, that sticks out that keeps you going and doing digital equity work? Yeah. Um, I mean, I hope I get to work on a project or for someone that's doing digital equity work in the future. But I think the main thing that is really motivating is just the idea of like, you know, the work being centered on empathy. And that's something that I would love to always be able to incorporate in like my design process. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and again, as interactive media design students, we're always working digitally. And so, of course, um, and having that being user focused. And so we want, we really care about the people that we're creating for. And we're really being able to see like a different perspective, I think, by uh, exploring digital equity that I think is not always uh, explored with other designers. Great. Really cool stuff. Um, my last question is about net inclusion itself. Is there anything uh, specific that you're getting out of this event or how has it been for you both so far? I'll say again, um, it, it's so good to come here and actually know a little bit of what we're doing and seeing that we were on the right track again with what we made. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, we really did start not knowing what digital equity was. That was the first day of class. Just <laughs> <laughs> learning what that was and we continue to learn about it that entire quarter um so it's been great to come here and understand what it's like this is both of our first uh net inclusion it's also our like our first conferences ever <laughs> we're just students so yeah Hold. yeah for me it's definitely just like meeting people that um are doing digital equity work um it's really awesome to see just I don't know, literally everyone's here, you know, from like all over the country. And so it's really just um, amazing to see how just how big the digital equity community is. Yeah. Great. Thank you both so much. Thank I hope you. you have a great rest of your Thank conference. You. <laughs> all right. We thank you for listening. You can find a bunch of our other podcasts at ILSR.org slash podcasts. Since this is a new show, I'd like to ask a favor. Please give us a rating wherever you found it, especially at Apple Podcasts. Share it with friends. You can even embed episodes on your own site. Please let us know what you think by writing us at podcast at communitynets.org. Finally, we'd like to thank josephmckay.com for the song On the Verge.